Hello, beautiful. Welcome to Stepping into the Light with Julia Treat. That's me, your host from juliatreat.com. So I wanted to continue telling you about all of the magic at Angel Valley, what happened for us as a group. And I was thinking today, as I was talking about, um, you know, being greeted by the cat, Kuan Yin, <laughs> the podcast from this morning, that I'm not even sure if I finished the whole kind of message about the sweat lodge. Because as you will remember, if you listen to that episode, I talked about, let's see, it's the one that was posted on September 24th. But I spoke about how this group had gone with this gentleman who was one of the contributors to The Secret. You know, they had gone with him, spent time with him to be empowered. And I was thinking today, I'm like, I didn't even like come full circle and and give like the message I got about that, I don't think. So if you recall the story, you know, these a few people perished from being in this sweat lodge that they had they used to have at Angel Valley, which they no longer have, of course. And some people began lashing out when this all happened and they said it was about greed, like it happened because he charged so much money. Now I mean, I think we all know at this point, by now, our ego will tell us lots of lies, okay? But when we truly get in tune and we connect, and you know, if you've been listening to me or you're familiar with me at all, I'm always asking God, show me what this is about. I'm always asking God to show me. And so when this happened back in the day, several years ago, and I was distraught because Angel Valley healed my soul, and, and so many others. So when this happened, I was just a mess. I, I just would cry every single day. So when I tuned in, I took a walk out in nature one day. And I asked God, I was like, you've, you've got to tell me what this is about because this does not make sense to me. And yes, I understand now that, you know, things do happen everywhere. People perish in all sorts of sacred places. But I really needed to know what this was about. And what I was shown or told, you know, sometimes I see things as a movie in my head. Sometimes I just know things. Sometimes I feel things. But what I was shown was that it has nothing, it had nothing to do with greed. That that's just a, that's a limiting belief about money. So if someone says, gosh, they're greedy, you know, this is all about greed because they charge this much for their retreat or their trip or whatever. But what I was told or shown was that the complete opposite occurred during this time that they spent with this gentleman. So it was this workshop about empowerment. And I'm gonna show you, you can do so much more than you ever thought possible. And yet when you speak up, you know, some of them they said were they, they wanted to leave the sweat lodge and he wouldn't allow them. Now. You know, nobody knows except for everyone that was inside of that sweat lodge what really happened. But from personal accounts, from people inside of it, it wasn't like, I don't believe he was, I don't know, I don't believe he was like blocking entryways or the exit. But he was 
let you know, basically demanding that they stay inside the sweat lodge, even when they felt they needed to get out. So the complete opposite occurred. They went to get empowered and they became even more powerless. It totally made sense to me when I finally got it, when, it, when God showed me what really happened. It was a lesson in never, ever, ever give your power to someone else. I've been in many sweat lodges. I would say maybe upwards of 10. They've always been a, an amazing experience for me. Quite often difficult to be in the heat. But I would either lift the, oh, I don't even know what you call it, the covering so that I could get fresh air on my face, literally having my face down by the ground, breathing in fresh air. I know you think, what the hell? Why would she even do that? It is a transformational experience. It truly can be. And it helps you move out of your fear. Um, I've, I've witnessed people move out of their little panic attacks that they learn to regulate their breathing. So I went from being one of those, oh my God, I cannot believe I'm doing this. Let me pray that I make it through this to being an assistant up in the front row, right over the hot coals. I have never been in one that I was not allowed to leave. In fact, the instructions are generally, you try to stay as long as you can and let's fight through that fear. But if you really feel like you need to leave, you're welcome to do that. Go get you know, fresh air, come back if you feel like it, you don't have to. So that's how the ones that I have participated in have always been, including a few that I had participated in on Angel Valley's land. So this morning walking out along the river behind my house, I was thinking, I don't think I ever even finished that, what the whole, what the big lesson was there. The lesson had to do with giving your power away. So now that I've cleared that up, <laughs> I wanted to move on. Um, I was just trying to find the podcast. Um, let me find it here where I talk about the little bird that spoke to me at Angel Valley. Um, uh-huh. And here's my girls, of course. I, I don't know if you can hear them. They are barking outside, which is fine. Always, always when I get started. So give me one second. I'm just trying to find... I, I don't, I honestly don't want to sit here and uh, look for it while you're waiting to hear my story. But I did record, and I, well, I wrote about it in my book, how, uh, about the first bird that I connected with. Oh, I think it's under Pilgrimage to Sedona. That's what it's under. I was just looking. Okay. Thanks for your patience here. I am going to find it in case you want to hear it. Mm -hmm. I'm almost there. Hold on. And maybe not. <laughs> okay. Anyway, my first pilgrimage to Sedona. I wrote about it in my book. I recorded a podcast about it. And I talked about the very first time I connected with a bird. I literally heard this bird talking to me, and we had a conversation. And it delivered a very profound message for me. Look up that episode. It's called Pilgrimage to Sedona. So, I want to tell you about the little bird that showed up for all of us last week in Sedona. 
we were gathered in the Crystal Hall. Now, the Crystal Hall, actually, I found out on this trip, it used to be a barn. I did not know that. But it made even more sense why this Crystal Hall is so magical and why so many of us connect with animals there in a beautiful way. But we were in the Crystal Hall, and it was probably, I think it was right after breakfast or lunch. It was still daytime, daylight, and the sun was beating down. Believe me, beating down. It was so hot. And I was preparing the group for a past life regression. You know, I talked to them about what we were gonna, what was going to happen, and this was a group one. I was going to lead everyone through this together, and they would get their own experiences. And after we, you know, I did the introduction about what was going to happen, what they could expect, how they could even end it if they didn't want to continue, just all the little things that they could do. And I then said, now everyone just get comfortable, you know, whether you want to lay down or sit. And so they started moving and, and getting into a comfortable position. And at that very moment, a bird hit the window very hard. It was a loud thud. <coughs> and <coughs> uh, one of the girls got up immediately, ran outside. And I said, not everyone knew what happened. And I said, oh my God, a bird just hit the window. And I said, hold that thought. Like I just, I ran out after um, the young lady, Rebecca, who was with us. So by the time I got outside, she was holding the bird and it was on its side and its beak was wide open. It's gasping for air and it's disheveled. Its wings are all over the place. It looks awful. And I just said, something like, do you, I don't know if I said, do you want to work on it? Or do you want to heal this bird? And, and, and she literally handed it to me and said, can you do anything? And I just grabbed the bird, wrapped it in my little hands. I said, girl, this is, this is a breeze. This is going to be a breeze. This bird is, this bird is going to be fine. So I went and sat down, um, for a split second in the sun. And then I'm like, whoa, let's go into the shade here. I went into the they have, they have gardens at Angel Valley that, I mean, I can't wait. I, I hope everyone can join me at Angel Valley at some point. And yes, if you ever get a chance, go on your own. But when you have someone, a facilitator, it, like myself, it doesn't have to be me. But when you have a facilitator that can take you on a journey while you're there, for real, do that. So we moved over to the gardens where there's a little shade. And I'm just holding the bird. And I'm beginning to pray, and I'm calling the angels in. And, you know, I'm not even opening my hands. I'm just infusing that bird with so much love. And I'm talking to the bird. I'm literally saying, you are powerful. You can do this. Remember who you are. And this is as I'm sending love and, and amazing healing energy to it and calling the angels. And by this point, some of the girls had come out and were standing there. And it was beautiful because they were praying for this sweet little bird. Some of the girls didn't come out of the room because they actually thought the bird was, you know, either dead or on its way to die, and they didn't want to witness that. I was just, it got me choked up because I'm just thinking how powerful it was to have all of us there with our intentions in this little bird. So one of the girls comes out, and she says, um, Aura, Aura is one of the beautiful souls that were with, was with us. Hey, Aura, giving you a shout out. She said, Aura said the bird's name is Tommy. 
And I'm like, oh, that's cool. Okay, Tommy. And I'm just sitting there still working on the bird. And by this point, my photographer, Kelly, she's there and she's, she has it all on camera. She's taken pics of it and she's, I will be posting those on Instagram and Facebook. So you can see this little beautiful being, this little bird. And, and I'm sitting there and I'm like, girls, I, you know, I'm reassuring them. I'm like, this is just another day at the office for me. Like, do you know how many birds I have done this with? This bird is not going anywhere. Now, number one, I do believe it's because I am certain of it. I know that this little creature can be healed. I know the importance that I just picked this bird, or, you know, that we just picked this bird up right when it happened. I know the importance of that. Um, and I just had faith. So I'm sitting there, and I'm thinking about the name Tommy, and the name Doubting Thomas. Doubting Thomas pops in my head. I'm like, all right. And I'm just sitting there just receiving information as I'm working on this bird. And I just, I, I told the girls, I said, you just have to give it time. Like, we have to give him time to just acclimate again, to, you know. And I said, you know, I'm sitting there telling them while I'm working on this little bird that, do you understand the message he brought to us? Okay, this has, you know, I said it has to do with death and rebirth. That's what we're here to do. Literally that bird, boom, right when we're going to go to past lives and heal all that shit. Death and rebirth. It totally made sense to me why it happened when it did. I always say if a bird hits your window or, you know, you tune in. What was I thinking about? What was I doing? There's a message there. Soul sacrifice is the truth. Souls that are in human form sacrifice, these little um, critters sacrifice. We had a tarantula <laughs> show up dead the last day, going into the dining room upside down. Sacrifice to give us the message, you have been death and rebirth. Every, everything that showed up for us was transformation, death, and rebirth. <laughs> so back to little Tommy. So I'm hearing Doubting Thomas, and I'm like, okay. Thank you for that. Whatever. And then I just, it just starts rolling in my head, this whole message for the group. But I'm just right now going to focus on this little bird. So I could feel that he was starting to move a little bit. And sometimes, you know, I would just peek my hand up to see. And I would, I would actually tell him, okay, can you close your beak a little bit more? And I was petting his head and I was petting his back and on his chest. And I just, just very gently touching him and telling him how much I love him. I love you. I love you. Thank you so much for this beautiful message. You are beautiful. I can't wait to hear you sing again like I'm talking to this little bird. So, yeah, over time, I don't even know. I don't even know how long it was. I'm going to guess 15 minutes to 30. I'm not sure. Maybe the girls have a better idea, but I'm not sure. Because I was just so focused on this bird. So I opened my hand. It came a time where, all right. I, I looked over at the girls. I said, he just moved his head, so we're making progress. Because I've done this so much, I know the things that happen. I said, he just moved his head. So I'm probably forgetting some of the things that happened. Now, I, to me, this is every day for me. Like, I mean, not every day, but this happens a lot. This is not. My mentor always says this to me. She says, Julia. Things happen for you so regularly and you find it so easy that you think everyone experiences this. And I'm like, so I thought this was one of those moments. I, I didn't understand how profound it was for them because they said, you know, later on, they were 
blown away. Like, what is it? One of the girls, Jen, she goes, it's one of those WTF moments. She goes, I have so many what the fuck moments from this retreat that I, she says, my, my, I'm mind blown. She said, (laughs) I have to tell you, she's so funny. She goes, I have so, we had goosebumps the entire week, all of us, all the time. We just, everything we talked about or got, it, it was crazy. And at one point, Jen's like, my goosebumps hurt. Like, this hurts. It's happened so much. <laughs> okay, so I'm working on this little bird, and he's now to where he's moving a little. Like, um, I kind of put him on, the, on my, the top of my hand, so he's just sitting there looking at me. And I'm just talking to him, and I'm petting him, and I'm asking him, you know, if he's, you know, his beak is almost shut. I'm like, can you shut it a little bit more? Like, that just shows me that you're really coming back to who you are. Like, this is me talking to the bird. So, yep, the beak shuts. His feathers aren't ruffled anymore. His breathing seems, you know, he doesn't look like he's in distress, but he doesn't want to leave yet. (laughs) He's sitting on my hand. And I'm talking to him, and I can't wait to share this picture with you because I'm looking at him, I'm talking to him, and I, you know, he's looking in my eyes, and I'm, I'm just talking to him, and he just tilts his head, and he just keeps looking in my eyes. And, you know, I knew part of it was thank you. I knew he was thanking me. What a beautiful, beautiful moment. And, you know, I would ask him occasionally, are you ready yet? Are you ready to take off? Like, I wasn't going to force him or, or anything. So... After so long, I finally just kind of moved over by a bush, and I was like, um, you know, to see if he wanted to go onto the bush, just to, and he flew off, and he flew in the bush, um, little tree, like, right next to me, and he just sat there, because I'm thinking, yeah, okay, I just, we just helped this bird, we saved this bird, but I have people waiting for me now, I need to go in and do this, my work, my best life regression that I just promised them. So we all came inside, and everybody was, like, full of joy and, and um, just, I think, honestly, blown away a little bit. Not me, because this is just a normal thing for me. But we sat there, and I, I used the restroom real quick before we got going again. And, and the whole time I was working on this little bird, bird Tommy, you know, the doubting Thomas, I was getting the message for the group. So I sat down and everyone was listening and I said, look, there's a little more to this message than I thought in the beginning. You know, I thought death and rebirth. And it's still, that is the message. But I said, because Aura got the name Tommy and then it expanded for me to Doubting Thomas. And I said, here is your message. And I said, you, now I don't, I won't say it word for word. The message is, you have the same opportunity, capability, whatever the word is you want to use, to receive this miraculous healing. In a, in a few moments, any of us can receive this miraculous healing. This bird showed up today to show us that the miracles await, that anything is possible. And I said the reason that that bird just was healed in in the time of a 15, 20, 30 minutes was because there was no resistance from that little soul. That soul just felt the goodness and took it in. It didn't say, I'm not worthy, I'm not good enough. Oh, I don't know, I haven't paid my penance here. They told me I was bad. This little bird just said, thank you. 
I, I am accepting this. I take this in. Thank you for this love. Now that, to me, was profound. And it was even a message for me to always, always remember that. We can heal just like that little bird when we stop the resistance. It made me think of an event I went to with Tony Robbins this past year called Date with Destiny. And he talked about his wife, Sage, who I look at his wife, Sage, and she looks, I know she's a walking angel. She's an angel in that stage. I have no doubt that he is too, by the way. <laughs> and he was talking about Sage and her amazing abilities or connections with animals and that, especially with birds, and that they could be walking somewhere and a bird maybe, you know, perhaps comes in and hits a window or she comes up on a bird that has just been through trauma and is laying on the sidewalk. And he said, she will snatch that bird up in a heartbeat and begin praying and working on that bird. And he said, she brings birds back to life. And it, it floors me every time. Now, I was like, oh my God, someone else does that. Like, it's not just me. It was cool to hear. And I know there's lots of people that do that. I assume there are. But there's a message. There's always a message. And I'm so grateful that we received our message from that tiny little bird. And that Aura, who I think doesn't realize how amazing she is as a channeler, is the one that started the ball rolling for our divine message with just giving the name Tommy. We were looking up things the next day. I think it was the next day, not that night. But we were looking in the, in an animal, you know, spirit guidebook or something. And we were looking up. Now, this was a yellow finch. Okay, it was twice the size as the yellow finches I get here in Pennsylvania. It was huge. That's why I was like wondering if it really was a yellow finch. But it was. We did find that this yellow bird that we all recognized is a yellow finch in Arizona. We also found out as we looked it up that the yellow finch is a sign from Archangel Ariel that she comes as a yellow finch. If you remember my podcast yesterday, the girl that greeted me inside, her name was Ariel. Ariel is the first guardian angel of mine that I learned the name of. This little bird is a sign from Ariel. And I even forgot to mention this. They assigned rooms before we got there. My room was the Ariel room. <laughs> You just can't make this shit up. <laughs> so much happened in Angel Valley, and I'm here to tell you, it happened when I was there before. It's going to continue to happen. I think it's going to happen more and more. I think stuff is just, it's going to get amped up. I mean, we have multiple pictures. Kelly, Kelly Bach, my photographer, who is amazing. Hey, I manifested her. She manifested the trip to Sedona. I manifested having um, one of the best photographers there. 
We manifested each other. <laughs> she got some crazy, amazing photos. And we're going to start, you know, I'm going to start sharing those across my social media platforms on Facebook and Instagram. So keep your eyes peeled for those. I'm going to post pictures of little Tommy the bird. Um, and just, I, I mean, I, I can't even wait for the next trip. I can't wait to see what happens. <laughs> it's crazy cool, crazy cool stuff. I'm working on my next retreat is spring of 2019. Here's the thing, I, you know, I had this, this own, my own, you know, I was going through my own shifts and tr changes and transformations along with everyone else in the group there. Like we were one beautiful family, like sisters that have finally come back together. I cried probably more than a lot of people there. I cried a lot. I had my own breakthroughs. We, we cried together. We laughed together. We said, holy shit, together. <laughs> we just, it was one of the most magical weeks ever. And that is what everybody is saying as they fill out their surveys. I asked them to fill out a survey so that I can always make the retreats better. And the only thing that seems to be a resounding um, similarity is that it wasn't long enough. I had four days, five nights, so I'm probably going to be adding on a day into this, this next one. Uh, it just wasn't long enough. They wanted another day or two actually added on. So I totally understand that. So I'm working on that. Again, it's, this is, um, you know, these are small groups that will be going, but I did receive the guidance that I will be taking people there regularly on these pilgrimages, okay? So I don't know if I'm going to have them once a year or twice a year right now. The next one is this spring. I don't know when the next one is. I, I move forward as I'm guided. So I will know probably after this next one happens when the next one will be. I also just want to give you a heads up real quick. The end of October, I am starting my um, move into your spiritual abilities with grace and ease. So whether you're a me you want to be a medium, an angel, angel intuitive, you want to you want to hone in on your abilities um, as a channeler or a healer, whatever it is, this is for you. It will be uh, five weeks. And um, it's going to be amazing. So that's coming up the end of October. You'll hear about it, believe me. And I already have people signing up for that. And I haven't even posted the, the page yet, the sales page. So just so you know, this the Sedona retreat in spring 2019. I will have the dates very soon. And um, I'm just letting everyone know that $500 down, non-refundable, hold your spot in that retreat. So I'm going to be sending out all the details for that. Just wanted to make you aware of it. All right. If you haven't checked out my spiritual boot camp yet, by the way, it just fucking rocks. I mean, it just does. Um, it's one of my lowest priced programs that you can get. And uh, I just, it, there, you just get so much out of that program. So spiritual boot camp, get in if you haven't yet. And I will talk to you tomorrow. <laughs>